Thank you for downloading our podcast today. We hope this message is a blessing to you. For more information about Revolution, check us out at therevolutionchurch.com. Enjoy the message. I'm so excited today about this message that Anton's going to bring. You know, we're in the middle of this identity series, Mm -hmm. and you know, today's Father's Day, and and I've asked, I think, the father of fathers to come and minister (laughs) a word today. And I just believe that he's got a message that is just ready in season that's going to be a blessing to you guys today. So won't you receive my brother, Pastor Anton LaSalle, today as he ministers the word of God. All right, Dean, thanks for the honor and the privilege of just coming to share this word today and i believe that today is going to be a great day for all of us today and and i know that i'm i'm speaking to to fathers today especially to the fathers and uh but you know what this message is not just for the dads this message could go could go any way but because these principles that we're going to be talking about today is about doing it the way God wants us to live in Jesus name. So, and today is a great day. I mean, it's going to be a great day. Speak where, you know, we, we just, we just honored the, the Lord's table today, but today I want to honor all of our dads out there, man. Happy Father's Day to you today in Jesus name. Now, hey, listen, to all the fathers, all the fathers that are watching right now, I'm calling out a double blessing on your life. Man, that's all you need to do is just receive that double blessing on your life. Man, you've been working hard, you've been doing your best to do to know to 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 lead your families, to to raise your children, but today, you know, it's your day. It's your day of honor. And so I just want to proclaim to you a double blessing. Listen, if you don't take the blessing, I'm going to. I'm going to take the double blessing because it belongs to me. I'm a dad. And you know what? I've been working hard too, just like you. So I'm going to receive that double blessing today in Jesus name. So receive it for yourself. Say, I receive a double blessing today in Jesus name. Hey, so a lot of you have a lot of plan, great plans in store for yourself. I know that you know you have a golf outing maybe. Maybe you're doing a barbecue. Maybe you're out in the boat. Maybe you're spending or celebrating uh, Father's Day all weekend long up north. Wow. Whatever you're doing, whether it be all weekend long or whether it be just today, enjoy the whole day. Just enjoy it. And I just want to give a, a shout out, a side note here. A shout out or a side note to all of our single moms that are out there doing double duty, man, being the moms out there, but also doing their best to be the fathers of their children and giving them encouragement and guidance. And I'm just going to pray God's favor on your life in this season. And I just believe that God is going to help you through in this, in this next season of your life. So, you know, the reason why I talk about a double blessing in our lives today is because there's a lot of guys out there that are feeling like they don't, uh, uh, they don't, they don't match up. They don't, they're, that they're failing in life, not doing the right things by raising their kids, 
by do, making all the right moves with their families. And, and maybe you feel like you're just a failure today. But let me tell you something. If you are in Christ Jesus, you are not a failure. Do you hear what I just said? You are not a failure. Yeah, we're going to mess up. We're going to mess up. We're going to make some mistakes in life. But God sees you complete. He sees you righteous. He sees you already a winner in Christ Jesus. We're just learning how to do better. We're just learning how to be better dads in, in today's society. So my encouragement for you today is this. Don't allow the enemy to rob you of today's honor. Let me say that again. Don't allow the enemy to rob you of today's honor. Man, guilt and condemnation can kill you. I love what Romans chapter 8 in verses 1 and 2 says. It says, therefore, there is now no condemnation for those who are in Christ Jesus because through Christ Jesus, the law of the Spirit who gives life has set you free from the law of sin and death. Man, we are set free because of the blood of Jesus. We just took communion today. Man, any failure that you may feel today is gone in Jesus' name. You don't have to allow guilt or condemnation to be part of your life anymore. If this is true, Listen, let's not allow condemnation. Let's not allow guilt to creep back into our heads. See, that's the enemy's plan. He knows how to set us back in life. And if we, just because you think we don't measure up, let me tell you something. You measure up in Christ Jesus. Why? Because even if we mess up, Jesus, through his grace, becomes our difference maker. Let me say that again. Jesus, through his grace, becomes our difference maker. Listen, guys, if we allow condemnation or guilt to creep into our minds, we're going to do more damage to ourselves. See, that's the enemy's plan. God sees you as a winner. God sees you as a one that's already in victory. But the enemy knows this, so he's going to throw out condemnation. He's going to throw out these guilt trips that, that says that you're just not good enough. Listen, if you continue to fester with those thoughts, condemnation will lead to stress. Well, actually, it will lead to fear. And fear will lead to stress. And stress will deliver the symptoms that something is wrong in your body, that something's wrong in your minds. And listen, I just want you to understand that God is for you. And if you continue to go down this road of receiving that guilt, receiving that condemnation, ultimately, you're, you're not going to win in life. You know, there's a possibility that you might just pass away in this life. But so this is where God comes in. And he helps us in our time of need. Well, Pastor Anton, you don't understand. I mean, I've messed up royally. Haven't we all messed up royally? Haven't we all done something wrong or said something wrong to our families? Made the wrong decisions uh, by, uh, by giving direct, wrong direction to our families? Listen, so I'm number one on the list here. 
Because Lord knows, Lord knows that I have made mistakes in my family. But I'm so thankful. And, 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 and I'm so thankful for a wife who gives me the grace that I need. That when I do make a mistake, she's right there behind me. And how much more, guys, how much more our Heavenly Father is backing us up right now. He loves us so much that He's going to be with us even in times of trouble, even in when we make mistakes. So we've established some things here now. We've established that we're going to mess up. I know I'm going to mess up. I, I mean, I could, I could hear a big amen right now coming from my wife, Shanda. All right, and, uh, and, and I just thank God for her grace, all right? I just thank God for her grace. And thank God for your wife's grace. She loves you, guys. She loves you. She's supporting you. She's not pulling you down. She's lifting you up. I just know. I sense that in the spirit, you know, in Jesus' name. All right, so, so we, we established that we're going to mess up, but we just can't allow condemnation to creep in. We already talked about that. And thank God for his grace and his righteousness. So, so you know, let's say that we're not going to be robbed by the enemy today. Let's not get robbed by the enemy today. Man, I'm so fired up right now. I just believe that God is going to do some wonderful things today because there's a switch happening right now by the Spirit. I sense it that you're going to see that through this message, man, things are going to change in Jesus' name. So let's talk. Let's talk a little bit more. Let's keep that fire burning. Let's talk about how we can get better as fathers in our families as well as, our, as well as leaders in our community. And so I have a question for you guys. And this, this question, is a, there's a simple answer to it. But uh, uh, so here it is. How are we as dads, guys, reigning in life? Maybe a better question is this. How are we reigning in life? Are we reigning our way or are we reigning God's way? Let me say that again. Let me ask that question again. And you have to be truthful with yourself. Are you reigning your way or are you reigning God's way? All right. Let me just explain to you. God loves us so much that he gave us a way that we can reign through Christ. And when we reign through Christ, we'll only get the better result that we're looking for. The Bible says in Romans chapter 5 and verse 17, For if by one man's offense, death reigned through the one. Now we're talking about Adam. Adam made a big mistake by uh, eating that fruit. You know, and, uh, and, and, and because of all that, death reigned. Death came through Adam. But it says here in Romans 5, 17, much more those who receive abundance of grace and the gift of righteousness will reign in life through the one, Jesus Christ. Wow, that's a mouthful, guys. So since we have the abundance of grace, since we've received Jesus Christ as Lord and Savior, we receive the abundance of grace. We receive the abundance of the gift of righteousness. And because of that, 
that character that we hold on the inside of us, we're able to reign in life through the one Jesus Christ. That's great news right there, guys. Man, and now, now that word reign is a verb. It's a, it means to be a king, to exercise kingly power. It means to exercise the highest influence. And we all know that that's how Jesus operated on the earth. He operated as a king. He operated as, as one in power, in one that was in high authority and with great influence. Man, he did some awesome things for, for us to be the, to, to be the example for all of us. Now, we ought to be reigning then through Jesus Christ and not our way. In other words, this is what I'm trying to say. In simple terms, let's follow the leader. Let's follow Jesus. Let's follow the way he reigned on the earth. And the Bible says clearly, Paul said this, he said, he said imitate me as I imitate Christ. And so that's all we want to do is we want to imitate Jesus and how he reigned on the earth. And listen, we can do this. We can do this. We have the Holy Spirit who's connected to Jesus, who's connected to God Almighty, who can give us the solutions that we need in life if we just reign through Christ today. So the first characteristic that I want to talk about today is, as a king, Jesus reigned in humility. Well, that's a big word. Humility is a big word. You know, we talk, we're talking... Being humble. You know, a lot of guys don't want to hear that word, being humble. But hum humility is a strong word. And we're going to talk about that here in a second. But Jesus' life was a life of humility. In John chapter 5, we know it says it there. Jesus said to himself, I seek not my own will, but the will of the Father. That's humility, guys. And, and, and finally, I mean, throughout the whole ministry that he had, here on planet earth. He was operating in true humility, giving us the examples of, of, of how to be humble on planet earth. I mean, he was humble right up until the cross. Philippians 2, 8 says that he humbled himself and became obedient to death, even death on the cross. Why did he do this? Why is humility so important? And this is the answer because there is grace or favor in humility. Let me say that again. The reason why humility is so important is because there is, there is grace and favor in humility. So if this is true, we should exercise a life of humility. Mark, Matthew chapter 18, verse four, the Bible says that if you want to be great in God's kingdom, man, just humble yourself as a child. The Bible says in Matthew 23, in verse 12, he says, he who humbles himself will be exalted. Now, you know, the, the disciples must have got a hold of this, this characteristic and, and, and latched onto it because in 1 Peter chapter 5 and, and in James chapter 4, both both guys, both disciples, two different letters say the same thing. They say in, in both those books, God resists 
the proud, but gives grace to the humble, gives favor to the humble. So humility, guys, is not a form of weakness, but it's a form of strength to help ourselves as, the, as well as to help other people. Think about Jesus. I mean, he humbled him. He was in heaven with, the heaven, with our heavenly Father, left deity, came to earth, experienced everything that we experienced, took all the flack that he did, and then died on the cross so that you and I could be free to live a life of humility. He was the example for us. And many of you say, well, you know, I, I, I always thought that humility was uh, a form of weakness. No, humility is a form of strength. And humility is simple, guys. It really is. Humility is just serving others, serving your family, serving people around you. Because the more you serve other people and the more you do this, you operate in the characteristic of of humility, more grace will come your way. And that's what I'm looking for. I don't know about you, but I'm looking for more God's grace. And if more God's grace is going to come to me by being humble, then I'm going to look at that and I'm going to practice that as much as I can. All right, the second characteristic that I want to bring to your attention is that as king, Jesus reigned through the Father's direction. So we all know the story. Jesus, when he, when he was first introduced into ministry, I mean, the Holy Spirit fell on him. And the Bible says that in Luke chapter 4 that he was led into the wilderness. Yes, the Holy Spirit was leading him, but the Holy Spirit is connected to God. So God is, is, is calling the shots here. And so uh, uh, here's Jesus just being led or following the Father's orders. And, and he does it to the T, man. He does exactly what he needs to do. And we see that happening throughout his ministry. I mean, Jesus following the Father's direction, he heals the sick. He does miracles. He gives grace and truth messages. And finally, he gives the direction. Uh, the Father gives direction to Jesus to go to the Gethsemane to be arrested and to be and then later crucified for our sins i'm telling you what jesus was the epitome of the example of how we need to be led by the spirit so the question then is how did jesus know god's direction well he spent time with god spending time with god mean, meaning he talked with god frequently he spent time praying getting information from our Heavenly Father as to what he needed to do next. See, he wasn't just being led by his own. They, there, this was a team effort to bring salvation to the world. And our Heavenly Father was included. Jesus was included. The Holy Spirit was included. And listen, it hasn't changed. If this is true, then we should be exercising a life of knowing God's direction. We should be doing the same thing. Listen, if we want to lead a life that is prosperous in our life, God, we just need to, we just need to spend a little bit more time with God. And what's spending time with God? It's praying. 
It's having conversation with God. But yeah, Pastor Anton, you don't understand my schedule. I'm working 60, 70 hours a week, and I, I just don't have time for anything. I get it. I get it. So this is what I'm going to encourage you with. Include God in everything that you do. Include God in your workplace, in your study time, in your play time. Just include God. And when that happens, you'll, I think you'll find time to see the benefit of how much God is speaking to your heart and how he's leading you and guiding you and directing you to where you need to go. So let's just allow allow and one of the things the other things that you can do is this it's not only just about prayer time it's about you know reading the bible yes getting the revelations of god's word in your life i love what second peter chapter one and verse two says grace and peace be multiplied to you in the knowledge or the revelation of god and of jesus christ our lord man when we ever, whenever we take on the Word of God, when we read the Bible, something special happens. There's some revelations. There's some things that start to click in our, in our hearts and in our minds where we can know God's direction for our lives. Listen, we can do this. The Bible says that we're the sons of God. Man, the Bible says that, that because we're the sons of God, we can cry out to our Heavenly Father as Abba. He's our daddy God. He's right there, ready to minister to us. Man, just get in line. Man, just, just do your best to talk with God in, on, a, on a consistent basis. You know, a, a lot of times people say, well, Pastor Anton, you know, I just don't know. I just don't know. Sometimes, you know, I, I, I get the humble part. I get the part that I need to. You know, I need to read the Word. I need to spend time with God. But I just don't know, uh, you know, what direction that God has given me. And, and I'm just going to give you a side note because, because of time. And I can spend a whole lot of time on this one scripture. But just want to give you this one scripture. And I call it the, uh, the gauge that, I, that, that works for me to know what type of direction God is giving me. You know, the Bible says in Romans chapter 14 and verse 17, it says that, that the kingdom of God is not eating or drinking, but the kingdom of God is righteousness and peace and joy in the Holy Spirit. So, you know, we pray every day, thy kingdom come, thy will be done. We're seeking first the kingdom of God and his righteousness, right? So, we know that God wants to instruct us or show us the way. Well, He shows us the way in righteousness. He shows us the way in peace. He shows us the way in joy. So maybe you're struggling with a, a certain situation in life. Man, let it measure up to God's word today. If you don't have peace about whatever decision you're making, man, step away. Don't do it. Don't do it. But if you've got something strong in your heart that, that gives you joy in your life, man, go for it. That's God speaking to you so clearly that he wants you to go in that direction. So that's what, that, that's what the word of God can do for all of us, guys. So let's just take the time to, to minister to ourselves. Let's take the time. You know, uh, uh, let, me, let me just put it in simple form here. You know, 
you ever get in life, you get in, in, in a place of life where, you know, you have a round object and you're trying to put it into a square hole? It just doesn't work. You can't put that round object in a square peg or you can't put that into a triangle peg. You start jamming that thing in there, you're going to break the thing. And that's what we do to ourselves. We break ourselves when we don't hear the voice of the Holy Spirit. When we don't spend time with God, we break ourselves when he's got the easy way. He's got the joy and the peace that we need on everyday life. All right, so a third characteristic. Hopefully that, that was a, a blessing to you. Third characteristic, as a king, Jesus reigned by moving in the direction of God's leading. This is important, all right? Because now that we've humbled ourselves, now that we're spending time with God, and now that he speaks to us so clearly in our hearts, now we have to move. We have to move in that direction. We have to trust that God is going to come through for us because we're believing God. We're praying. We're believing God. We're reading. We're spending time with God. And so uh, we can also exercise moving in God's direction with our faith. Faith pleases God, the Bible says. And I love what uh, Galatians chapter 2, verse 20 says. Paul said it this way. He said, I've been crucified along with Christ, and I no longer live. But the life that I live in this body, I live by faith in the Son of God, who loved me and gave himself for me. Man, every time I think about that scripture, Man, something on the inside of me just, just explodes with thankfulness that he's going to get me the way out. Let's not, let's not pay attention to how we need to do things in life. Let's do it God's way so that we can reign in this life through Jesus Christ. So let me put this all together. And um, let me just put this in a formula, if you, if you want to call it a formula. If we exercise humility and exercise spending time with God, exercise moving in that direction by faith as dads, we can reign in life through the one, Jesus Christ. He wants, to, he wants us to be successful, guys. So I'm asking you, Spend a little time. Be humble. Spend a little time. Move in that direction. I'm just share just one story with you and then we're going to close. We're going to pray. We're going to believe that God is going to do some extraordinary things for you today. In Jesus' name, okay? Um, this happened about, probably about eight months ago. But, uh, you know, uh, I, I've been in Florida now for five years. And... Um, I know that God is always wanting to bring increase in my life. And uh, whether it be financially, whether it be spiritually, or just, you know, good being good health, you know. So um, I, 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 that's just who God is. He just, that's just who he is in my life. And so, and so um, I went to God one day and I said, Lord, you know, I'm here in Florida. 
I, I know that you want to increase increase me in financially in, in the state of Florida, but you know everything just doesn't make sense to my natural mind because nothing makes sense in Florida. Everything is so expensive. I mean, you gotta you gotta you gotta you gotta own the thing for a long time to make any money. All right, so I said, you know what? I'm gonna go the easy way. I'm gonna reign in life through Christ Jesus by just humbling myself and saying, God, you're gonna increase me. God, just show me the way. And Lord, I'll move in that direction. And so for, for weeks, I've been praying like this and just thanking God and nothing, nothing happens. I mean, ever, ever do that? You pray to God and you get nothing? I mean, I know how it is. I'm with you. I'm with you. But listen, God is true to his word. He never fails. He is not a liar. You spend time enough with God, God is going to answer your request in Jesus' name. I know it because it happened to me. So one day, you know, I'm just, I'm continuing to thank God. God, I thank you that you're increasing me in the state of Florida. I don't know where you want me to go, but I'm just depending on you because nothing makes sense. And at the end of my time, this one particular day, I heard the Lord say to me in my heart, these two words. You would think you would give me a paragraph. No, two words. Two words. He said, call Brian. I said, okay. And I knew it came from the Lord because it came from my heart. So I got done with my, my time with the Lord. I ran, ran downstairs and um, uh, I got on the phone with Brian and he's a broker friend of mine, and um, he's a Christian too, but we always talk business. And um, I, I thought, okay, Lord, you know, I'm just going to call Brian. So uh, I, get, I get on the phone with Brian. Brian, hey, Anton here. Just want to know, is there anything on the books that's available to buy? Oh, and I'm expecting, you know, the Lord, the, the floodgates to come through because he just spoke to me. Call Brian. He said, call Brian. So I called Brian. And, uh, uh, and so uh, Brian just it gives me the answer. Oh, you know, Anton, there's nothing out there. Everything's just too expensive. They're asking for the help, man. I, I just don't know what's going on with this economy. I mean, doom and gloom coming from a Christian. I get it. I mean, that's okay. But that's the reality of what was happening at that particular time. So we ended our conversation, hung up the phone. You know, and this is exactly what I said to the Lord. Lord, I did what you said, you said to do. You said, call Brian. So I called Brian. I don't understand why there's nothing out there for me, but I just leave it in your hands. The following day, guys, the following day, after my time with the Lord, I get a call from Brian. Brian, he's hysterical on the phone. I mean, he is just like, Anton, Anton, this, this thing just came on my desk. It's fresh off the, the press. I mean, it's not even in the public right now. You need to look at this thing. This is the exact parameters that you were looking for. Man, you, you need to take a look at it right now. You need to do this. I mean, he was almost emphatic about it. I said, okay, okay, Brian, 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 chill, chill. Okay, I'm, I'm going, I'm going, I'm, I'm going right now. I'm going right now. So I took a look at the building. Took a look at the building. Long story short. Purchased the building, closed on the building, all because I heard, call Brian. I heard those two words. Yeah, 
God came through for me. And he'll come through for you too. You want to know the, the, the cherry on the Sunday portion of this, uh, uh, of, this, of this testimony? It's so simple. Three weeks prior to us closing on this project, we get a phone call or an offer sheet that said that they wanted. Now, we haven't even closed yet. But I believe this was a wink from God. Just letting me know that his hand was on this the whole time. <laughs> well, this offer came to us and it was $200,000 more than the ask, more than, the, than, than what we were closing for. So I saw that and I just sat back in my chair and I said, wow, God, you really did it. All because, all because I humbled myself heard his direction, and moved in his direction. Listen, you're here today. You're hearing this message. God's not a respecter of any persons. He loves you. He cares for you. He'll give you the same results that he gave me. And I'm sure there's many testimonies that Pastor Dino has talked about at Revolution Church regarding this matter. But God is real. And if we just take the time to really study of how to be humble, go in His direction, and move in that direction by faith, I believe you'll see some good results in your life. Maybe you're here today, and you're listening for the very first time. You're saying, wow, Pastor Anton, I'm not sure that this God is for me. It seems like He's only there for, other, for only special people. No, He's out there for you too. He loves you, cares for you, wants the same benefit in your life. Maybe you're a dad out there that's struggling because you've been doing it your way for a long, long time. And finally, you're to the end of yourself. You need Jesus. You need Jesus to be a part of your life. You ask him into your life so your life would never, ever be the same again. So I'm asking you, if you're watching this for the very first time, and I mean, Jesus is real. He loves you. God so loved the world that he gave his only begotten son that if anyone would believe in him, they would have everlasting life. Today, you need everlasting life. You need a new start. You need a new page on life. God wants to be for you and not against you. And today, if you have never received Jesus Christ as Lord and Savior, just say these words with me. Say, Jesus, I realize I'm a sinner, but come into my life. I make you my Lord and Savior. Today, Friend, if you said that prayer, man, welcome to the family of God. Welcome because things are going to be a lot different for you today in Jesus' name. Hopefully this message was encouraging to you. And if it was, tell a friend. 
And thank you for your generosity. Your generosity enables us to take the message of God's unchanging love all around the world. For more information on how to give and about the ministry, visit us at therevolutionchurch.com. We'll see you right back here next week.